0: Hello, you are listening to the Plumfield Moms, and this is Saturday Morning Coffee. The Light of the World, a reflection by Diane Pendergraft, originally posted at theglorioustable.com. All scripture quotes are from the English Standard Version unless otherwise noted. At this time of year in our latitude, I sometimes have a difficult time being thankful for the short hours of daylight we have, rather than moaning about the long hours of darkness. Which is why, once again, I'm writing about light. Quote, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. End quote. John eight twelve. When Jesus said this, the Pharisees bristled. It was a bold statement for a man to make about himself. Though their reaction was essentially, Who do you think you are, Jesus? I say, Yes, Jesus, Amen. The creator of light is the light. I want that light to shine on me. But what's this? In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus told his audience, You are the light of the world. Matthew 5, 14 I know he wasn't just talking to the crowd in front of him, he was talking to me. I'm the light of the world? I'm not one who's known for having a sunny disposition. No one has ever claimed that my smile lights up a room. Jesus went on to say that the reason I should let my light shine before others is so they will glorify God when they see my good works. Before I get out my notebook and start making a list of the good works I could do, I need to focus on the goal, God's glory. This implies that I should be looking for some really big glittery work to do, doesn't it? Maybe I've been going wrong all my life because I don't want to be a missionary on another continent. Right here at home, perhaps, I'm called to open a homeless shelter or build a hospital. In a letter to his beloved Philippians, Paul reiterated our calling to be lights. Do all things without grumbling or questioning, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish, in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. End quote. Philippians two, fourteen through sixteen. Wait, what does he want me to do? Stop grumbling? That doesn't seem very shiny. What about that hospital? Throughout Paul's letter he prayed for the church, instructed them, and told them what the Christian manner of life should look like. He prayed that their love would abound, that they would be knowledgeable, discerning, and fruitful. He said the way for them to be worthy of the gospel was to fearlessly stand firm in one spirit, walking together side by side. Furthermore, he told them that not only had their faith been a gift to them, but that they would suffer for the sake of Christ. It seems like Paul always assumed believers would suffer. The way he equated faith and suffering in this instance, it also seems that he considered suffering a gift as well. Does this mean I might suffer even if I don't go to Africa? Would that make me shinier? Paul wrote this letter while sitting in prison. Though he would rather have been somewhere else, he knew his imprisonment had advanced the gospel. Everyone in the prison knew he was there because of Jesus. Surely Paul's prison was a place that needed light. Though he was in prison, Paul did a lot of rejoicing. He said that what would really fill him with joy was to hear that believers were sharing the same mindset and the same love. He wanted to know they were humble and considering the welfare of others ahead of their own. He commanded them to have the same kind of humility that Christ had. That humility led him to death on the cross. But it also shined light on the world that hasn't dimmed for over 2,000 years. I'm nearly 60, and so far God hasn't called me to do anything loud and flashy. But if I look closely at his word, I am assured that things that appear small, such as humility, compassion, and hard work, are the things that shine brightly in this dark world. Lord God, create a clean heart in me and renew a right spirit. Guide me to look honestly at myself so I can see where my manner of life needs polishing. Teach me to be obedient in the small things so I can be prepared for every good work. Open my eyes to see that the darker this world is, the more brightly the small things shine. In Jesus' name, amen. Scripture for Reflection I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians 1.6 He must increase, I must decrease. John 3.30 For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Ephesians 2.10 For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Ephesians 5, 8-10 through 10. Reach for more. Quote, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. End quote. Philippians 4 8 9